You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Be it superstition or just an apparition, you suddenly appear inside my heart. Does this strange romance stand the ghost of a chance? Welcome to... From the Bleachers, my name is Seamus Clancy coming to you from the fantastic Bleeding Green Nation Radio Podcast Network. Now today, I have a special guest. Eagles fans, sports fans, fans of throwback sportswear. You may know him as Casey from Rare Vintage. Casey, how are you doing? I'm awesome. Thank you for having me on, Seamus. I appreciate it. I'm pumped. I've been trying to get Casey on the pod for a little bit now. I only st- I stalk his website every day and his Instagram. Uh, for you nice. who don't know... Casey runs the Rare Vintage Instagram account and website, where if you're anything like me and you're obsessed with throwback Eagle stuff, throwback Sixers, college football, college basketball, anything along those lines, you want like old champion basketball jerseys, that's the place to look for online. That's the Instagram to stalk all day and get push notifications on. That's all I do all day during the quarantine. I just look at stuff on eBay and I lost just like an hour ago, there was a like a Looney Tunes, a Taz, Wiley Coyote, and Bugs Eagle shirt on. Oh no what? And those were and those are pretty expensive. It was for yeah. it was for fifteen dollars, and I was like, this is like I messaged the guy directly a couple of days ago, and I was like, how much do you want for this? I'll just I'll buy it from you directly. I didn't want I, I don't like the bidding process where it's yeah. too weird. So I was like, I'll just buy it from you directly. And he goes, oh well, we'll just see where it goes. If it goes less than fifty, he like didn't understand what he had on his hands. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So then I, I bid on it with like three minutes left. And then when there's literally one second left, someone beat my bid. And I was like, oh, my. Oh, no. That's the worst feeling. They got like an unbelievable shirt that they could have gotten for like 60 bucks for 20 yeah. bucks. Oh, so, that was, so that ruined my day until we got, we hopped on here. Oh, hopefully I can brighten you. <laughs> Absolutely. So, Casey, where are you from? What's your background? How did you get into running this sort of consignment? website that Eagles fans specifically and probably tons of sports fans all over love. Definitely. So I'm, my name is Casey. I am from the Philadelphia area. I grew up in uh, like Rosemont and then moved to Newtown Square. So I'm from uh, the outside, a little bit of the suburbs of Philly. Um, been a diehard Philly fan pretty much since I could walk and talk. Like um, One of my claims to fame is I could I knew all the uh, NFL teams by their helmets and I could organize them by divisions and stuff on our like uh, magnets on our fridge when I was Oh my like, God. Yeah. Yeah. And I knew not to like Dallas, like one of my mom's friends <laughs> brought her uh, daughter over and she was like the same age, like two or three years old. And um, I first thing I said to her, I was like, do you like Dallas? <laughs> and like instantly I was, no, I was do. get out of the house. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So it was pretty much ingrained into uh into me that my dad was a big always my whole life was a big jersey collector like sportswear collector oh, um, nice. yeah he was friendly with peter capolino who started mitchell and ness and then when my dad used to work in the city at the bellevue he used to go in there as one on his lunch bake got pretty friendly with peter basically used to buy all his jerseys in there yada 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 and then uh, he had me and i kind of followed in his foot, uh, footsteps i've 
been collecting jerseys since he bought me like John Elway, Ricky Waters jerseys, probably like a Jaworski tag top or something I had. I know I had like some 93 Phillies World Series stuff growing up. So yeah, ever since then, it's just been, I hit the ground running. Like I was big into like the throwback era of jerseys in uh, middle school, you know, during like the Fabulous and that era oh, yeah. when Jay-Z was wearing oh, yeah. that stuff. So uh, that was really cool knowing Peter during then. And I, that was always like, I had the hookup for jerseys. And yeah, then it just kind of spawned into when I was in college. Um, I was living in Pittsburgh. I went to Duquesne in Pittsburgh. Nice. And we stumbled, uh, a couple of friends of mine stumbled on basically places that had the vintage like snapbacks that were becoming really popular at the time, you know, popular again at the time, but the original ones. So we started wearing those. And then uh, they started to do pretty good numbers on like eBay. Like Effort and Frank was popular then. And I used to, I noticed they were selling these hats for like $100, $200. And I was like, wait, I just got that hat for $9. Like, what the heck? <laughs> I can go get more. So. That's how I made money during college and then uh, graduated college, then couldn't really find a job after I graduated college, you know, what I wanted to do. So I was like, you know, what? I'm selling on eBay, I'm selling online, I might as well take it to the next level. And that's what I did with Rare Vintage. And it's been like seven, eight years going on that strong. So we're that's here incredible. now. Yeah. I love people that can be their own boss. Like that's my goal. I have a day job. I always obviously do all this podcast and running stuff. I want to be able to wake up on a day and say, if I don't feel like doing anything today, I don't have to do anything. I don't have to listen to anyone else. If I want to work for 15 hours a day and just, just ball out, I can do it. Right. So it's, it's, well, it's interesting too. Like, especially during this like quarantine time, like it's been the opposite. Like I've been like working my freaking ass off. Like <laughs> all everyone, just, everyone just sitting at home buying crap. <laughs> Yeah, and I've been like, well, I got to get this this going on my website and that. And we've been doing all these mystery wrap, the mystery boxes, the mystery draft and stuff. And it's been, people have been enjoying it. And people have just been, I got a message today. A woman was like, really, just thank you for doing this. Like, this really made my day. This is awesome. It's really fun to participate. So that keeps me going. It's like, I don't do it for, you know, to make money or anything. I do it kind of like for the pure love and enjoyment. And yeah. that's, a, that's worth more than a sale to me. So that's amazing. Yeah. Even if you had a day job still, you would still be doing this. You know what I mean? It's one of those passion projects in a way. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Like I said, I you know did middle school, high school, through college, did eBay and stuff on the side and always been picking and buying cool stuff. So it snowballed and <laughs> got to here to where we are now. Yeah, it's it's funny you mentioned the guy from Mitchell and Ness. I I was I'm in a Mitchell and Ness attic. I always talk about it. I've been begging on to make a Doug Peterson jersey for like three years now. We could get to that later because I have questions <laughs> about that. You know, I got kind of friendly. I'm not, I wouldn't say like I'm friends with any of the people that work there, but just kind of friendly with them. And I remember one time I was in there, and it was really just maybe a couple months ago. And the 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 guy Peter you're talking about, I had never seen him in there. And then I was talking to you know the counter person like that's that's the guy who owns it. And I was like. Holy crap. I don't yeah. know what to say to the and then I, I was telling yeah. my dad about the story later because he would always drive me up there sometimes when I was in high school or middle school. And he, he obviously a, a gigantic sports fan like myself. So we'd always talk about like, oh, I saw this, you know, Ken Griffey jersey in there. They had uh, you know, this Larry Bird thing. My dad loved Larry Bird growing up. And I was like, they had the guy in there, like the Mitchell and S guy. And he was like, what'd you say them? And I was like, I didn't say anything, no, I don't know what to say them. I'm like, hey pal, uh, you know, I've given you five <laughs> Giving you like ten thousand dollars in my life, you're welcome. I don't know what to say to him. Oh man, he he's an awesome guy. He's super friendly. I've known him since. I mean, I I remember meeting him in middle school and like yeah, being in the store and um him playing like a message from Allen Iverson because <laughs> the only he would only make custom jerseys for Allen Iverson's mom. So like Fat Joe Amazing. wanted a yeah, and like Fat Joe wanted a custom jersey. I don't know if it was like his size or like something custom. And Peter wouldn't, yeah, I don't know at the time, but Peter wouldn't make it for him. I guess Fat Joe reached out on his own, and then 
were there and Allen Iverson had left a message calling up to vouch for Fat Joe saying like, yo, give the man his jersey, make the man his jersey. And like, I remember telling my dad, I was like, that's so cool. Like, that's Fat Joe. We just heard on the phone with Allen Iverson. It was wild, but it's crazy. I mean, that was really, I was really blessed to have been having that opportunity just to be around that stuff. Yeah, that's just, it's amazing. This stuff is so thrilling to me. You know, I loved, you know, when I was blogging, I would write articles like around Christmas time or something be like, this is the 10 best gifts you could get for Sixers fans on eBay. And I'm just trying to find the most esoteric thing, like a Charles Weatherspoon caricature t-shirt, like different yeah. stuff like that. I would put on those. You know, today I just got in two from eBay, they're pennants, but I want, I'm kind of making my home office since I've been quarantined, but I also had this little small second bedroom I've been using for podcasts and running for a while. I have a desk, but since I've been working home full time with my day job, you know, I basically live in this room and my girlfriend, I live with works at the you know the kitchen table and she does her own stuff. Uh, oh, but I'm trying trying to fill us in with more stuff. So I, I bought 1997 Stanley Cup Flyers pennant to hang out today because I needed some flyers in here because I have a oh, bunch of cool. stuff currently. Uh, for Mitchell Ness, I have I had this for years though. Uh, 1967 Sixers champions uh, pennant. So I'm kind of trying to fill it up. My walls can be filled quite quickly. So excited to balance it out too. Obviously, my closet is overflowing, but that's. <laughs> That's never a problem, though, for me. Never a problem. No, I have a Buer in here too. Like my girlfriend has a Buer. Our our apartment's kind of South Philly, but it's two bedrooms, so it's a little. Each bedroom's a little small, but it's a decent sized spot for South Philly. So in her bedroom or the bedroom, our real bedroom, she has the entire closet, which is a bigger closet than the one in the room I'm recording in currently, and a huge Buer. So oh, on this one, I kind of call it like quote unquote my room in a way where I have this closet, which is a little smaller, and then a Buer, and then just. A uh, hundred champion sweatshirts stacked on top of the viewer because I have nowhere to put them. Oh my! So God. that's that's my vibe. One a day. One a yeah, one a day. You do one a day. <laughs> do you ever remember what your first jersey was? Um, my first jersey. That's it's funny you say that. I have like a actually like a a picture of like my first jersey collection. It's like it's in front of me on my desk, which is funny you say that. Um, you know, Dolphins jersey. Nice. A Florida Marlins pinstripe jersey, a John Elway orange jersey, an Atlanta Braves jersey, and an Oakland A's jersey. So this is the first ever documented picture of my jersey collection from Okay. It's 1996 because it has the 1996 Olympic mascot yeah. in there. Oh, okay. So it's so when I was 6 I do- I guess I started documenting but I think the first you jersey knew, before, you saw the future. Yeah, I guess. I, I don't know why. I don't know why. It's weird that I found this picture too. I'm trying to think of like before then. I definitely had um some sort of Eagles jersey that I was wearing as a kid all the time. Maybe it just would have been like a blank like jersey with the team logo on it. Like, oh, you know yeah. what it was? Those old sets what you got from like Rawlings that had like with the, the helmet. Pants. Yeah, with the exactly. Yeah. So it was whoever the popular player it would have been maybe Jaworski or someone at the time. But that, yeah, that was those were the shit too back then. Those were yeah, awesome. My, my girlfriend can fit in the youth side stuff. So a little while ago, I got her one of those Rawlings, just the Jaworski top. It's like a youth large, so it fits her perfectly. Like the mesh ones, if you kind of yeah, know, I mean, it obviously doesn't have the name on the back or anything. But I saw before, maybe a couple months ago, but it's it's been on eBay for a while. It's a set, and it's like toddler, toddler, not just youth of oh, like no. a bugs. Like a Bugs Bunny Eagles set. And I was like, obviously she can't fit into this. And like, I don't have any kids. And I don't, I mean, if I was planning on having kids anytime soon, I would like buy it and keep it on ice for them. And that's how right. amazing the thing was. Right. That sounds incredible. Yeah. My first jersey, I'm 
like 99% sure my dad got me a McNabb jersey in either 99 or 2000, either McNabb's first or second year. I remember that. Uh, but I okay. did have a bunch of, I was born in 94, so that kind of shows you my age range there. So I okay. do remember I was a huge, huge Space Jam person as a kid. So oh, that's yeah. kind of where my Michael Jordan love stemmed from. Just, you know, very typical of someone in my age and generation. So I wasn't really watching basketball then. I was only, you know, two or three when the movie came out. But during the last dance, I, I don't live with my parents now. I live with my girlfriend, but they live you know, close to me in South Philly. They sent me a bunch of pictures because my parents are watching it live on something just like every other person in the yeah. country right now. Uh, and she would find old pictures of me wearing bull stuff. Oh, no way. I'm here. Yeah, just be, I didn't even really like basketball, but I loved the bull logo. And that's what she said. I would never take, I had a jacket. I'm assuming it's like a starter jacket, probably. Then I had a wool hat that had the, you know, where it says Windy City and the smoke's blowing up and everything. Like yeah. That. So I would wear that and I'd be like, it's like 85 degrees out. You would refuse to take it off and it would just be soaked and sweat. And you're just like, I like the bull. And that's all I would say. <laughs> just leave it on. Oh, man. Hey, it was the logo, not Jordan. That's cool. Just, yeah. It's got to be the logo. Hey, that's a, it's a good one too. This this makes for a smooth transition. So how has the last dance been for you for business? I'm assuming you do, keep doing, for those of you who don't follow Casey and Vera Vintage every Sunday night leading up to you know, the episodes of The Last Dance, the Michael Jordan 98 Bulls documentary that's airing on ESPN. If you're listening to this, I'm sure you're watching it. Uh, he does a little drop of Jordan Bulls, you know, Air Jordan Nike related stuff. So not only just being the quarantine has all of the interest in Jordan and then kind of the ancillary figures in his basketball life, the Barclays, the Stocktons, the Magic Johnsons, the Clyde Drexlers, has this kind of been unbelievable for you in a way that not only are we talking about the most famous athlete of all time, but everyone is talking about a specific generation of athletes and sports fandom. And that's probably the, you know, the golden era of, you know, starter, champion, all the stuff oh, that yeah. you collect and sell. That, oh, that, I was going to say, this is that's definitely the golden era. And like you said, definitely like the players like Barkley, Pippen, Penny Hardaway, all those guys were like, that is like what I sell and that's what we specialize in. But it's, it's interesting you say like, yeah, definitely the uh, the Bull stuff and the Jordan stuff is, is doing really well for the last dance. But it's the other players and the be- I think the best selling one out of all of them is Rodman. Like the Rodman oh. stuff is going, yeah, it's going bananas. Like I was just looking, like you said, on eBay, I was watching two t-shirts before we started this and they jumped from like $40, to like $120. Like they sold for like two or $300 at the end. Like it's, it's crazy. I think it's, it's amazing with the, it's the, the impact that it's having on the Rodman stuff particularly. Is that harder to find from your experience? The, not necessarily harder to find. It's out there, but I think that the hype for the Rodman stuff has definitely always been like people will always pay a little more for a Rodman t-shirt than a Jordan t-shirt, t-shirt just because yeah. I think the, uh, pop culture and like the, the cool, you know, hipster. He's the zany on one. It. Yeah. And everyone yeah. can wear Michael Jordan. Not everyone can pull off or exactly. Dennis Rodman. Exactly. Exactly. So I think that's where it, it transferred over to that. But even like you said, like the, uh, the Stockton stuff, like, the players they're playing against, the Malone, the Jazz stuff, the Sonic stuff, people want that. Because a lot of the younger generation, these kids are seeing these highlights for the first time. Like a lot of them might not even know that the Sonics were a team. They, they only know yeah. Durant and the uh, you know OKC Thunder. So I think that's where it's like an eye-opener for these kids too. And a lot of them are so into the Jordan sneakers, they forget the guy actually played basketball. You know, they just are into the colorways and the new releases. But he influenced us so much to buy him just off his play alone. and. Like I know when I was growing up, like 
we wanted Iverson sneakers and Mike Vick yeah. sneakers and like oh, the stuff those. that, yeah, oh yeah, they're awesome. And I think now it's more of like the ath- or the entertainer than the athlete that's selling the sneakers to the people, which is interesting. Yeah, that's a great way to put it that he's kind of superseded sports in a way, not just at the time where he was, you know, the most popular person in the world, probably to someone now where there's literally probably kids. This is, you know, not speaking from any sort of study where, you know, they might just know Jordan as a brand without really fully realizing who right. that is. The way people, the way kids now talk about Madden. Obviously, right. when I was growing up and we were growing up, we knew it was John Madden because he was still an announcer. He was still around. Football. Right, right, right. You know, his, his face was on the cover sometimes, stuff like that, or the back. Now, I, I would be shocked if that at least some part of kids who are playing Madden, you know, uh, you know, kids that are like nine, 10 years old or picking up Madden, what, 20 and saying, what's Madden? Oh, that's just what they call this football game. That's just what it's always been called. Not realizing right. that there's, you know, historic coach and broadcaster behind it. And it's weird to think, even though documentaries like this help preserve Jordan's legacy. And obviously Jordan's in a different stratosphere of popularity and fan fame than John Madden. It's weird to think that when we're 50 years old or something, the way, you know, or however old Jordan is now in his, his mid fifties, to think that people might have forgotten all about him, and not people, but just younger generations might not fully realize the person that went into creating and cultivating this brand, and in Jordan specifically, that completely uh, revamped the entire not just sneaker industry, but sportswear industry really, and all the extension oh, totally. from just not Nike and Air Jordan, but to just jerseys in general, and then. You know, it explodes from there. We have starter jackets, snapbacks, all of these different things. I think, too, on like just a global scale, like they highlight in the last dance, like the 92 Olympics. Like, yeah, that changed, people, that changed basketball forever. Right, right. And then everyone around the globe wanted to wear a Bulls hat or a Team USA hat after that. So it, it really did. It changed sportswear forever. I think the guys that were playing wanted to wear it. They were asking Jordan to sign their jersey. Like, imagine <laughs> the, like, how pissed Jordan was when they're like, he just – destroys uh, Trinidad and Tobago, whatever team they're playing. Right. And the guy asked him, like, oh, we just lost by 84 points. Can you sign my sneakers that are probably, right, you know, Adidas or something, not even Jordan right. or Nike? They know he knew that how much they would be worth. He was flipping them on eBay in the future like you are. <laughs> right, exactly. He's like, y'all, wait 20 years, these will be worth 50 grand. Is it around Olympic time? I, obviously, we won't have the Summer Olympics this year, but in the past, you see like, oh, in 2016 and 2012, is, do you get a lot of collections of that Olympic type stuff in? And do you yeah. see a big desire for that? Is that something that happens? Yeah, I would say definitely during the Olympics, people are looking for the you know the 92 Olympic year. But even um, during the World Cup, the last World Cup, there was a big demand oh, for yeah. Vin- yeah, vintage World Cup stuff. That was uh, That was kind of booming. I don't really do as much soccer stuff, but I had some vintage t-shirts and hats and I had actually had like a bunch of hats that I had gotten like 70 hats and I moved them all during Ooh. that in like a couple of days. It was cool. I mean, it's cool though. I think it's, you see it from your childhood. Like I remember the 96 Olympics and Izzy, the mascot and all the gear. Cause my aunt lived in Atlanta at the time. So like she was yeah. sending all this Olympic gear to oh, me and I was awesome. like, Oh, this is so cool. Yeah. So I was like always really into the Olympics from that. And I think, seeing now the olympics like you look back like oh those were the cool fits the polo uh hats and the, you know the fits they wore on the medal stand or coming into the ceremonies and stuff it was it's cool yeah uh i graduated high school in 2012 so leading up to that summer's games you know i, I don't I forget where they were in 2012 it doesn't really matter i got a pair of the olympic or usa sevens yeah uh, yeah Jordan's, Jordan's and, they have, and they have the 
Yeah, and they had the nine on the back too, just because that was a number he wore in Barcelona. Just that's like an amazing thing. And every Fourth of July, every Memorial Day weekend, any like those big, you know, party weekend type things or the World Cup, I'm always wearing those. Oh yeah, sevens. Yeah, it's a good look. Quarantine has been actually good for you, even though there aren't actually sports playing. People, dopes with no impulse control like me, are at home <laughs> just buying stuff because they have nothing else to do and they're so bored. Some people go out and buy video game systems. I just go out and buy, you know, a Tasmanian Devil Eagles t-shirt. Or, you, you know, Casey and Rare Vintage, I've been doing these uh, Instagram live kind of raffle things. If you want a better, do you want to give it a better explanation to me? Yeah, we were we started off doing, uh, like, there's a big group um, on Instagram we're part of that's the Worldwide Vintage Snapback Exchange. And it's like a kind of congregation of the biggest vintage heads. It started mostly with hats, like, five or six years, or more than that. Um, now it's just all types of vintage jerseys and t-shirts and yada, yada, yada. It's the but retro we, sportswear mafia. Ex- yeah, essentially. Yeah, exactly. But we did um, a, basically a virtual flea market and we did that a couple of times. That was really successful. We're bringing that back this weekend. Um, but then I nice. kind of, my sister got laid off and she's been really helping me. So we've been kind of spawning ideas and we came up to do these like mystery jersey drafts where essentially we'll advertise one um really high-end we did the first one with a Deion Sanders so like one really high-end NFL authentic jersey and then you get a draft slot and everyone actually gets a random NFL jersey so we try to even it out that you're not you're getting a good deal for your um she was like $40 to enter $45 to enter so you're getting a solid jersey but someone is taking home like a grand prize and uh we did the last one the, the Jordan one last week we had two Jordan baseball authentics in the mix and that was fun because we did it with a Basically, you had a mystery bag, and you chose the mystery bag, and it was on you. And everyone is a winner. So it's, it's, it's I don't call it a raffle because it's not. Everyone's you're just getting a randomly selected vintage item, and it's been fun for quarantine because I think people are like, "Hey, it's something to do. I'll, I'll take I'll take a shot. I'm gonna get something cool anyway. So might as well risk it for the biscuit." Yeah, I was in it last week. This this one the past week with the Michael Jordan baseball stuff. Uh, last week was my birthday. Uh, so my buddy for my birthday bought me, he got, he was in the, he was in the draft and bought me a, well, he Venmo me money and said, just go enter the thing. Like, no, nice. that's all fun. So, so we both were in it and I had Instagram live up on my laptop and it was, you know, my birthday weekend or however you want to call it. So I was just kind of like casually drinking all day in the afternoon with my girlfriend and the guys do that at seven 30. It was just a blast to watch it. Everyone picks a number and order. So, you know, someone, the first person set up can pick one number between one and 45. And whatever number they choose, they get the thing that's in the bag. So the first person up could have went, oh, bag number 16. And there could have been a Michael Jordan, Birmingham right. Barons jersey in the road. I was number 43. So I was very at the end. So I was said so much anxiety the entire time. Oh, no. <laughs> but I got uh, a sick Miami Hurricane snapback, the one with the crane on it and everything. So I was very happy with how that turned out. If I was going to get a Jordan thing, I would. that's what I was kept saying to my uh, girlfriend, Ashley. I kept saying, like, I just want some dope college sweatshirt or snapback or something like that and i'll go home happy as long as i'm not getting something that that was atlanta braves or Cowboys. <laughs> i saw i saw someone pull out, i saw someone pull out one or two braves things and i'm like oh my god please don't yeah. a braves jersey I, I don't want big mike to spend 50 dollars on a braves jersey for me. oh no <laughs> well the first one was tough too because there was a couple of dallas jerseys in there i was like oh man yeah. i hope that it, i hope a philly fan doesn't take one of these home i just assumed by my luck i wouldn't have gotten any of the jordan stuff but I saw a couple of so- couple of Sosa jerseys ahead of time. I was like, ooh. Yeah, no, there was some. For the, summer. the Maguire yeah. t-shirts were awesome. Yeah, there was a lot of cool stuff in there. I tried to, like, kind of even it out, make sure everyone got a, a, good, a really good item. Yeah, I wanted to 
make it fair and make it fun. I don't know if you knew. So after the the last dance, they're moving up some more, I guess, 30 for 30s or documentaries that ESPN's doing because it's been doing so well with them because everyone's watching and they have this kind of Sunday night programming slot to themselves. Now they're doing a 98 home run race. Uh, oh, no I way. Guess they moved it up. So it will be this summer, I guess, not too long after the last dance. So definitely starts stocking up on your uh, – so some Maguire and probably, oh, <laughs> you know, Bonds and Griffey stuff as, you know, the ancillary figures there. Uh, yeah. You know, got the baseball wave going this summer, even though there oh, might be awesome. baseball outside. Yeah. I hope. Oh, man, I hope. I hope we get something. So this is an Eagles podcast, though. Yes. <laughs> Obviously, you're local based. You do kind of pop up shops in Philadelphia from time to time. You're from Philly, so you're an Eagles fan. Are the Eagles kind of besides maybe Michael Jordan as a as a person overall, whether that's Nike, Air Jordan, Bulls, Wizards, UNC, whatever, are the Eagles the most popular kind of team or you know item draws for you? Um, I would say at least in recent times, yes. Like, but for a sport, because they've, they've been better later lately. And yeah, stuff like, that. like I think obviously the Super Bowl victory. Yes, thank you, forty-one thirty-three. <laughs> that uh, yeah. that solidified. I think that just solidified it forever. Now that it's like. Oh, Eagles gear is hot. Like they're champions. People want to go back and get stuff now that their mom and dad wore, whether they're looking back and seeing them in starter jackets or Ricky Waters jerseys or snapbacks. So they definitely want to kind of rekindle that stuff. And even if you go to games, you see people wearing the starter jackets and that's like, Oh, that dude's wearing something cool. So you want to, you want to stand out. And I think that that like the hype of the victory, for example, really raised the, the value of the starter jackets because people want to wear them in the game and people just want something cool to wear throughout the season. It's like, I, it was interesting. Certain people were like, I don't want to buy it. It was during the playoff run. Like I don't want to buy anything new. I'll wait till the off season. Like I already have my, my game day fits. So I don't want to like throw off the juju. So yeah. people, some people are superstitious about, about buying stuff, which is interesting or are wearing certain things. But no, I think Eagles is who wants to buy like every like I want a new outfit every game. I'm, I'm yeah. watching at home and they suck in the first. Half. I'm like, all right, gotta take the Jerome Browns, Jerome Brown jersey off. <laughs> Dawkins one is going on now. Everything's gonna be fine. Switch up the energy exactly. I, I yeah. do that all the time. We do that here definitely. My dad or my sister and I will switch jerseys. You gotta, you got or door, I, I know during the Super Bowl year I, I was going to a couple games like all right. I wore that hat and that jacket. I'm wearing that because we won, and it's like the same thing. I I wore my NFC Championship fit. It was the same thing I wore when we beat the Giants when we nice. made the 63 yard field goal. So I was like, "This is this is our, our victory fit. I'll bring it out, and, and it it got us the W." Yeah, yeah but my, I think the my, Eagle stuff is great. It, it definitely all in all, it do, it does really really well. Um, as a whole, I think NBA stuff is our best. Like people like NBA definitely. stuff, but during in season, I think too NFL stuff is. It's based on how the team's doing. Like, if teams are winning, people want to buy it. Or, like, speculation. Like, last year when the Browns got OBJ, Browns started jackets go, started going crazy. And it's like, yeah. oh, wait, they stink. So, okay. it just kind of died. That bubble popped very quickly. Yeah, I've seen you guys have some chalk line Eagles jackets in the past, which are kind of, for people who don't know, it's kind of even sort of proto started before, you know, they even really got up. And my girlfriend, actually, her parents moved to Arizona a couple of years back, and each of her parents had a chalk line Eagles jacket. So oh, no moved, way. So they moved to Arizona, and they were like, obviously, we don't need a, a chalk line Eagles jacket when yeah. we're living in Tucson in the desert. So they left her one. So she has an unbelievable chalk line jacket. I've seen similar ones, I think, in the past on your site. It's not one of those ones that has 
you know, Randall on it that's just, you know, a classic chalk line one that I've seen getting retailed or not retailed, but sold for you on you guys for like three or four hundred bucks. I'm just like, wow, I yeah, it's crazy. That. And then for our first Christmas we were together, she bought me a chalk line from eBay and it has someone put a Miller Lite patch on the right chest of it. And was oh, that's like, pretty that's bad. That's the most perfect thing ever. That's the most yeah. on brand thing of all time. Yeah, those Fanimations, they're they're pretty much like the starter satin jacket and the pullover are pretty iconic, but that Fanimation is like right up next to it. I mean, the big, yeah, crazy graphic prints. And all, all the teams are insane. Like if you, if you take some time, you're bored, go on eBay and just type in like Minnesota Vikings chalk line or whatever. Just type any time. Any team you type in, your mind's going to be blown. Yeah, I've seen some Barkley ones for six or yeah. seven past. Obviously, a little out of my price range, but still unbelievable. I have a have a you know a fake retro. Not that it's not real. I had like a starter jacket that was made two years ago. That's my Sixers. You know, going okay, there you go. It is, it, it is starter, but it's not from 1993 or anything, even though that's it's awesome, kind of yeah. that way. So it's kind of like a Mitchell Ness retro thing. You know, always wearing my Iversons to the game. I have like three pairs, always in the rotation. Can't go wrong. I feel like you got to be on brand when you go to the game. You got to have the shoes, Absolutely. t-shirt, hat. You have to be everything. I wanted to go to a Sixers game this year. I have the Sean Bradley, the, like the shooting stars, unified oh, the shorts, my the God. jersey. I love yeah, that. The warm-up too. So I was going to like wear the entire thing and rip off the warm-up, but I'll save it for next time, <laughs> next year. Yeah, they're gonna have you as fan of the game if you're rough. That's what sometimes <laughs> they do. They do stuff like that. I'm just like, oh, imagine if you're walking in, you got the chalk line on, um, <laughs> the shooting stars. They're gonna be putting you up on the big screen. People will lose their minds. Do you have a grail in terms of something that maybe not you, not that you want to sell on the site, but something that you want for yourself that you either haven't been able to find or you might have had before and sold? Is there an item like that? for you oh, man i'm trying that's a good that's a really good question i'm trying to think there's definitely like eagle shirts in the past that i have like i've had that weren't my size that yeah. i'm like okay like i can i can let it go but like i just sold this really great reggie white shirt i have another reggie white shirt that is actually it's a nike reggie white t-shirt which is pretty bad i know what you're talking about yeah yeah it's so tiny though i wish i could fit it i actually found one in a large but it fits like a medium too so i'm like oh man a little much, but yeah there's stuff like that like there's one, it's funny, there's one eBay, there's one shirt I sold on my website. It was like an Eagles uh, graphic with like lightning. It was essentially like a shirt that Kanye West would have worn with like a lightning, like a Harley Davidson shirt. Okay. But I sold the t-shirt and then, if you, I think it's still on eBay, but if you go on eBay, someone actually just took the picture of the shirt from my website and is just selling like a print of the picture. Oh like it's that God. cool. So <laughs> it's pretty weird. You're boosting them. Yeah, I mean, I, hey, I, I was like, I can't really knock you. It's my picture. Respect, from my, respect the hustle, right? Yeah, it's just a picture you're getting, but it's. I guess the shirt was that sweet that that people want to hang the picture on their wall of, of a t-shirt. Yeah, but I, I think do love, you go on. No, I'm trying to. I, I know you guys. I, I got to think of something else too that I, I I'm I'm searching. I mean, definitely like those shooting star Sixers uniforms. I have a Bradley and I have a Barkley, but I I need um a Manute Bowl. And I definitely want like a two, a Tony Kukoc uh, Sixers jersey as well, or Todd yeah, McCullough. I love Tony. So the thing yeah. with the Sixers jersey is, and I'm sure you're aware of this. At some point around like 99, 2000, their champion jerseys changed. Where right. I have one, I like the ones with the thinner straps rather than ones with the bigger shoulders. So I have a yeah. champion Iverson one that's probably from 98 or 99 that has the thinner straps. But then when you're looking for Mutombo or Tony Kukoc or a guy like that, they have the ones that are more flared out. 
and I don't right. know what he does as much. So it's hard to find like the perfect six years champion jersey. It's, you have to get it in this for me, it has to be in that like 99 range, not the classic 2001 year, or it kind of, you know, just looks a little weird. Maybe it's just me and, you know, my body type. I prefer kind of get the guns out a little bit. Yeah, I don't know why Champion did that because it's like the Sixers, the Raptors, the Lakers, the Wizards, the Heat. I'm trying to think, there's probably what the Mavericks are all like that. I'm like, why? Like they mimic, they try to mimic like the different jerseys that the authentics they're wearing, but it's just yeah, I don't know, it's bad call. Like no one liked the fit. So there are a couple of things I think of that like I need this as an Eagles fan at some point. Anything, any of those, bring it home for drone type stuff. I think do you have a shirt or like a sweatshirt on the site. For that? Yeah, I have a T-shirt. Yeah. Yeah, I have a t-shirt. And I that's think amazing. Yeah. It's like, it's like a buck 50 on there, but it's, it's worth it. I haven't bought it yet, but that's something I want or the hat or just as guys aren't familiar, probably are, you know, Jerome Brown, uh, you know, tragically died in a car accident while he's playing for the Eagles the next season, the, the rallying cry. They had obviously the Jerome Brown patch on their jerseys, which I'm sure is a big selling point for you guys whenever you find something like that. Uh, but bring it home for Jerome, you know, win the Super Bowl for him was the big mantra. And then, you no, know, coincidentally enough, that when they finally won the Super Bowl, it was the day before Jerome Brown's birthday. So how about yeah, that was awesome. That was really really cool. They so anything home. that's Jerome related, I, I love Jerome. Uh, I got my, my my. It's coincidentally that hurricane snapback. I'm gonna wear that with my Jerome Brown jersey. Yeah, in Miami. So that's 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 right. That's right a there. perfect. Yeah. So I saw a Jerome Brown, you know, bringing home for Jerome hat on eBay recently, but it was kind of sequin like someone added sequins in it and oh, it was no. just it was just like not for me i was like oh, i was like no. showing it to my girlfriend i'm like do you because she, she knows how bad i wanted it i was like do you think i can maybe wear this and she was just like you can't no it's, <laughs> it just doesn't it just won't look right on you like just like i uh, definitely like a guy with a gigantic beard and you know, hairy <laughs> like i can't wear you sit in a sparkly hat i just wouldn't like maybe some some a different guy could pull it off but definitely not you I, speaking of, do you remember? I don't know. If I had it on my website a couple years ago, but it was like a really sparkly silver Eagles hat, and it was like gl- no. it was almost like glitter. It was ridiculous. I, that was one of the coolest Eagles hats I've ever seen. But it was like literally all sparkles, like the entire hat. Damn, it was crazy. So my main grail, something that I Google once or twice a month. I'm always keeping an eye out for it. Uh, my girlfriend recently purchased it from Rare Vintage. She got a 1999. I think Youth XL or Youth Large champion. Yeah, it was Youth Peterson. XL. So, do you remember selling that? Yeah, yeah so oh, I, absolutely. I can't believe that. Not only that, a youth, not just like they existed, but a specifically a youth one existed. It's good to see them now. The the hype is the hype is now back. Yeah. So that's the one thing I like. Doug is my guy. Like, if I could keep anyone in the Eagles organization, it's Doug. He's my favorite. Obviously, he's not a player. I mean, he was, but he's not known for his playing. Obviously. He's my right. favorite Eagle figure ever. He's my guy. So that's the thing that I want the most, whether it's a, you know, somehow someone, you know, drags up from their basement a 1999 Doug jersey, or if Mitchell Ness ever makes one, whenever that happens, I'm going to like walk there, like just slap the you know plastic <laughs> down and be like, I don't care if I overdraft or whatever I'm doing, just give me this jersey. <laughs> but if I ever see one on your site, I think did, you had one a couple, like a, maybe a year ago. Do you remember? It was it was I, a size forty eight though, and I'm a forty four, so that's the thing. Where yeah, I, didn't I had buy it back that I had two authentics during the Super Bowl run, um, and yeah. then I did I had gotten that Youth XL, and then yeah, you're right, it was a size forty eight. 
It was like a the starter forty eight replica is more of a large though. Oh so, my god! Don't tell me that now. I'll I'll see what I can do. I don't. I, <laughs> I'll see what I can do here. There, it's awesome. I kind of regret selling. I kind of regret selling one because it did fit me, and I I wore it to a game, and people yeah. were going. Actually, I think I wore it not the NFC Championship. Did I go to the Atlanta game? No, I wore it the to Alex like the game. last. No, I went to the last. I guess the last home se- home game of the regular season. So it was okay. like, right? No, was it the Raiders? So the Raiders were on Christmas Day. Uh, that was week sixteen, and week seventeen was New Year's Eve uh, against the Cowboys. They all, it was like a it was like right. negative thousand million degrees out of his freezing. Yes. Uh, I was even at the game. I was in. Yeah, maybe some just one of those later games in the season. That I wore. Yeah, I wore it to one of the games, that, and people were they were losing their minds. And I was like, oh, I don't want to sell it. I don't want to sell it. And then people, I, I, people just just blackout drunk, trying to like crowdsource <laughs> their friends. I'm like, anyone got a thirty, a twenty? Anyone got a fifty? Like just putting all their money in. Like here's a four fifty. Do you want to take it off your back? <laughs> maybe if I get another one, we could do it. Maybe do like a jersey draft for that. But then I feel like so many people want it. Like one guy literally emails me all the time. Is like, I'll give you five, six hundred dollars whenever you get it. Just let me know. Like I'm like, oh man, I kind of want to keep it fit. Like if I get. Another one, I want to at least everyone have a fair chance to get it. I don't know. I, yeah. I know money talks, but I don't know. I like, I like fair. I like people getting a shot. My, I always say to my girlfriend, like, should I maybe like – should you kind of talk like, well, do you want to customize one? Do you want me to get you a customized Peters, Peterson one? I'm like, yeah, but it's just not the same. Do you know what I mean? It's different. There's a difference between having a customized one than a Mitchell and S one as opposed to obviously an original starter or champion one would be. Yeah. And, so, and the, even like the Nike one they wear now is like a little different than the style. It's different. Yeah. A little you have to wear a white one is the, probably the one that looks most like the 99 ones, you know, the green ones and obviously didn't have a black Jersey then. So you wouldn't get that. Yeah. Yeah. So you hate sleeve? when you see like the, the fashion jerseys when there's like a, like a black Reggie White jersey. Do you are you a fan uh, of those, or are you a purist where you're just like, what the heck is that? I guess I'm trying to be more open. Like I'm a pure. I don't like the counterfeit stuff. The fake oh, stuff obviously not like, counter stuff. Do yeah, people but, ever try to sell you? Con- like I'm, I'm someone who would never wear uh, a counterfeit jersey. When I'm like, I'm on Twitter. I'm like, oh, can someone find me? Like the Eagles drafted John Hightower. It was number 16 for Boise State to receive last year. Like, can anyone find me like a number 16 orange Boise State jersey? Someone and they just send me. A link to DH game. I'm like, I'm not wearing a right. jersey from there to a right. game. Like, right. I, I have too much of a public persona to be seen in fake jerseys. Come yeah. on, man. If they stand out too. <laughs> They're yeah, bad. I mean, I'm someone. I'm so anal, and I'm that type of person. I'm obviously someone who, you know, not to your extent, but is, is super ingrained in the stuff where something's fake. I can just spot it within, you know, five seconds, and I'm sure you're a similar way. So I can never do that. But do you get a lot of people like trying to flip you? Like, do people try to sell you stuff directly, and you're like? this is fake does stuff like that happen oh yeah definitely like people will reach out sell it and you know attempt to sell their collections and i'm always just like you know before we do anything else send me a quick video or a quick picture of what you have because i can like you know spot the fake right away so i'll know if it's worth my time to even like pursue a deal but then it's weird like a lot of people will have a couple fake jerseys mixed in with their real jerseys because they just don't know and yeah. They think it's it, – it, the term stitched really bothers me. Yeah, because you'll get it as a kid. Like, oh, my cousin just got me this jersey. Like, it was only like 40 bucks. This is awesome. And, like, as a right. kid, that's awesome and fine. But, you know, not – I'm just turned 26. I don't want to wear a fake Donovan McNabb jersey or Brian Westbrook to an Eagles game now. You know what I mean? And I think, too, like, like yeah, a lot of the authentic jerseys and original jerseys are more expensive. But it's a collectible piece, and a lot of them have gone up in value. And especially now, like, if you had paid – 
you know, $150 to get the authentic Michael Jordan jersey instead of 40 bucks to get the replica, it it would pay pay off now. I mean, it's just it's just interesting to see how stuff appreciates and then certain players would depreciate, but not all of them. It's 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 definitely interesting uh the jersey stock market, I guess you could say. That's a great way of putting it. I do love the Reebok football replica jersey is probably my favorite football, just in terms of the way it fits and feels. Yeah, it was really good quality. Yeah, I like that. Great quality. Where I have ones, not only did someone buy in 2002, I have ones that I've had for, you know, almost two decades, a McNabb, a Dawkins, stuff like that. I bought a Hugh Douglas one on eBay a couple weeks oh, that's back. Good. Just, the quality still holds up even after probably so many washes and it's, it's just comfortable. And, you know, sometimes I feel like Nike sizing isn't the best for me. Like, you know, I wear in a, in a Nike jersey, I'll wear a large and sometimes it's like short in my arms, but then long in my waist and stuff like that. Or, you know, but the Reebok medium jersey is like the perfect fit for me, even if I've as I've gone, you know, up and down in weight, just the regular fluctuating over the last, you know, 10 years, it somehow still always fits me the best. It's perfect. So, it, yeah. I feel like the media, the Reebok medium fits more like the size large t-shirt and it's like a perfect fit. Classic fit. Like someone, oh, I just need a jersey to throw on real quick. Like give them that. That's the right. Throw it on over a hoodie, throw it on a t-shirt. You're good to go. And it's like, it's, it's got like the side gusset thing. So it's a little thicker than the, like the champion NFL replicas from the early nineties. Yes. Yeah. So they're definitely better made. I don't have a champion, uh, Eagle jersey though. I'm currently watching an Andy Harmon one. So who knows? Maybe by then this week, I've had a couple beers and oh, buy an Andy Harmon jersey. They're actually the ra- I would say like the coolest champion Eagles jersey they made was Dawkins. Which is actually sweet that they made a, a champion Dawkins. Once uh, I was watching one, I think it expired today on eBay. It was a size forty-four, so that's okay. up my alley. Yeah, yeah. Those but I always good, wanted man. one in case my something happened like to the Dawkins one I have. So I, I needed like an OG one to keep, you know, on the a backup. Yeah, yeah, backup. I did buy. <laughs> I bought a recently. Obviously, I'm like I'm saying, I'm just buying like two or three crazy things a week just because I'm bored. I got a blue and yellow, like the Frank. Oh, Pickle yeah. Deck. I got a Dawkins one on Depop. Is that how you say that? That app or website yeah. for uh, 35 bucks. Oh, that's a steal. That's a good deal. Yeah. Like, it's, yeah. Like, uh, you know, the Reebok replica, the medium. People crap on those jerseys and I'm, are they like good? No, but they're good in sort of a ironic way. And especially right. who's such, an, a, such a hardcore Eagles fan. I feel like I need, like, I have a Kelly Green jersey. I have, you know, black, white, regular midnight green. I needed to have just something from have that it. just so I could say like, yeah, because I, I didn't buy one at the time. You could have gotten like a Westbrook one, a McNabb one. I was watching a Kevin Curtis one. And yeah, he had that big one, game. That I, game. One, one, so that's a that's why I wish I bought that. We went for like $50 on eBay. And I love obviously love Dawkins with like Kevin freaking Curtis. But Kevin yeah, Curtis he had that game. like 207 receiving yards yeah. or something. So, yeah, like so for people that are already – People that are already in the know, like that know that that jersey is such a rare, weird thing. If they know who Kevin Curtis is, like that's the Kevin right. Curtis game. Like that that Kevin Curtis game should be hanging up, like in the right. Eagles wall make that for again that, for that specific game. Yeah, it's weird. Like that at the time, like I feel like people really hated on that jersey and weren't feeling. It, but now I think it's kind of become more of like a folk legend. Like people want it, and it's more desirable now than like it ever the was. Shooting I, stars, Sixers kind of in a way yeah people didn't like it when they wore it and now people are like oh i should have got it and they're all gonna disappear so like i feel like get it now because it's gonna be like a 300 dollars jersey before you know it yeah but i also like it's just blue and yellow it's different than all the green eagle stuff that you have yeah. you could wear it on like a summer day and it'd be something that switches it up and you don't just look like 
you know, me, a crazy nut who wears an Eagles shirt every day during the quarantine. <laughs> well, people may not even know it's Eagles, too. They're like, McNabb, wait, what team was that? I didn't remember him playing yeah, for them. Syracuse? Was, did he play at <laughs> North Carolina or something? <laughs> right, who are they? So, do you have anything you want to plug that's upcoming? You're, you're doing a, this might not be out this week, but you're going to be, I know you're doing a, you know, a jersey raffle this weekend. Is that something you're going to continue doing during the quarantine, you think? Yeah, I think we're going to try and do a couple more. Um, I definitely, I teased doing like a, actually like a vintage Eagles Kelly green drop. So maybe if we oh I could kind of plan that and uh, with when this comes out, then that would maybe be a good way to do that. Um, yeah. So we could do that, <laughs> definitely. Yeah, I'll talk to my, you know, editor once to try to, you know, coordinate there. So look out for that Kelly green uh, Eagles or classic Eagles drop on our website. Um I guess we're just kind of playing it by ear with this quarantine thing because we're we love to do now it's getting nice we'd love to do pop ups and stuff and yeah. obviously Did that you might like be suplex effective. or the champion store right is that where you guys kind of go yeah we were gonna do another pop up with champion uh, around the same time around Easter and obviously they haven't been open so whenever that you know whenever we're able to do that uh, we did a pop up with Ubik last fall too as well nice. so I think it's just kind of you know feel it out and see how it goes with quarantine but we'll be. Constantly up the, updating our website with new stuff. Um, my sister and I just tie dyed a bunch of new stuff today, so that'll be up soon. Um, yeah, time. we're always looking. Yeah, we're looking for creative new things to do. So if you see something by the time this comes out on our website, maybe like the, like the mystery boxes were a really big hit. Um, so maybe something along those lines. Or we, were, my sister and I, talked talked about um, maybe like a rare vintage, like design your own, um, pick your colors for a rare vintage logo on a hat or t shirt. Vintage sweatshirt nice. and get filled. Yeah, because we were, we were doing our city series drop. We did the hats and then we were going to do the crew necks and we were set to make them. And then the whole, you know, COVID thing came into play. So we kind of halted the production of those. But um, yeah, we're going to do like Philadelphia kind of Kelly Green rare vintage stuff. So that'll be probably out by fall now, I'd say, for next season. Yeah, I need to get the hat. When I, when I bought the champion jersey, the Doug Peterson one for my girlfriend, I put, looking at it now, I put the midnight green rare vintage sticker on my work laptop oh nice yeah that's so, so awesome gotta keep the brands going yeah that's awesome yeah we did we did stickers too so everyone that places an order if you're in the philly area i always toss in the, the philly colored stickers for you so you can follow casey on instagram at rare vntg rare vintage yeah find them online at rarevintagewear.com. Yes. if you or love rare. sports if you're just killing time want to buy look on there if you look on there long enough you're going to end up buying something like i always do casey Thank you so much for coming on. This was a blast. I love talking about stuff like this. Great to finally get you on. I'm sure oh, I I'll appreciate be it. Enter, entering a draft with you in the next coming week. So you're not. This isn't the last you're hearing of me. Yeah, definitely. I'll keep my eyes open for the Peterson and size large. And definitely thank Please. you for having me on. I appreciate it big time. Go Eagles! Fly Eagles! Go fly. Eagles! From Bleachers, Seamus Clancy, Bleeding Green Nation Radio. Thanks, guys. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.